0: Tom Bernard Show with John Bush,
1: J.B.,
2: Melissa Kirk,
0: Andy Bernard,
2: Cassie Schrader.
0: We'll be right back. John Bush is at Royal Comedy Theater. Back right after this. By the way, it's tonight and tomorrow, 8 p.m. Are the shows Royal Comedy out in Hopkins. Right back more with John Bush right after this. Tom Bernard Show. BMW, Chevrolet, Chrysler, Dodge, GMC, Honda, Hyundai, Jaguar, Jeep, Land Rover, Lexus, Mazda, Mercedes, Mini, Nissan, Porsche, Ram, Subaru, or Toyota. Go to Walzer.com, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Oh, you fight. I'm surprised you haven't played Cheap Trick
2: yet. <laughs> I am right now. <laughs> who's that it's cheap trick
0: it is yeah so you are playing cheap trick yeah i want you to say hello to rick nielsen for me tonight i love rick nielsen
2: i'll scream it
0: (laughs) oh you i don't
2: even know where my seats are oh you don't i I mean i know what section it is but i don't know where that section falls in the stadium yeah i think it's like section 126
0: what venue is what
2: it's at target Target field. Target field
0: yeah we got—I guess it was about six months ago—Ace Fraley and Gene Simmons and Rick Nielsen from Cheap Trick and Don Henley came into studio. Wow! We just hung out all day. It was really cool. It was a really a nice day. But you want to talk about four completely different individuals? They really are. And strong, strong personalities. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Rick nilsson has got a uh, pancake house called the Stockholm Inn in Rockford, Illinois, and I told him, <laughs> by coincidence, I had just driven through that, and I ate at the Stockholm Inn, and he didn't believe me. I said, yes, I did. I, I was driving from uh, Palm Beach, Florida to Minneapolis, and I stopped at the Stockholm Inn, because you come, you come shooting up to connect with i ninety ninety four from there. But it was really good. But Rick Nilsson's a really interesting guy. Um, I think Gene. it's so
4: cool when people like that have this last thing you'd expect would be a pancake house.
0: I do. There's no question about it. Rick Nielsen, rock and roll, and pancakes. So then Gene Simmons came up and he said, "Tom, I want you to know something that uh, Rick Nielsen and I are very, very good friends, but uh, I once pulled a gun on him and he went and pissed in my shower." <laughs> <laughs> oh, good story, Gene. You pulled a gun on your house guest. Wow. Yeah, it was a 357 Magnum actually. Okay. He's all calm about it. Yeah, he is. He's very calm about it. You know, he's worth $300 dollars. Yeah, well he's like
4: he was pretty fast to figure out the KISS memorabilia oh, thing, right? Yeah. And like the action oh, yeah. figures and all that stuff. Because oh, I, I stuff. didn't I don't think I ever listened when I was a kid, uh I never listened to those records. I just wanted those, I just wanted to look at them. You know, yeah, there was like yep, the four yep. individual where each heard. one of them had their own cover. Yep. And that was like, oh my gosh, it's so cool.
0: Oh, it's a kiss. <laughs> yeah. Did they ever uh, any other hits other than like two of them? Detroit Rock City. Detroit Rock City, and then uh... shout it out loud. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So there were a few of them. Yeah, like yeah, two. Were a few. There was two. It was just two. That was it. <laughs> that was it, it? Was just two. <laughs> I want to rock and roll all night and party every day. What a great anthem, though. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is.
4: It's like in Spinal Tap where they ask the guy. What what is your life motto? Is like have a good time all the time. <laughs> have a good time. <laughs> That's my philosophy.
0: <laughs> God, there's another guy. We just had Harry Shearer on the show too. Brilliant. He, but he was playing the role. What the hell is his character's name again? From Derek uh, Smalls. Derek Smalls. Yeah, he, he apparently Derek Smalls is on tour now. Oh really? And he does not break character when you talk to him. So, <laughs> and he's a phenomenal guest. Amazing. Tom, Voices. I had a problem, Tom. I went. To, I was appearing at this one uh, place, and. And they had uh, apparently three different theaters, so I'm all ready to go, and I walk out on stage with my guitar, and there's no one there, <laughs> right? Because he was in the wrong auditorium. <laughs> that is very Spinal Tap. That is very it, Spinal it's Tap. It's interesting
4: when you are in show business, like the one scene in Spinal Tap where they can't find the stage. I have that nightmare. I have that nightmare. Do you really? Oh yeah, that I can't find the stage, or without, but my clothes are not on, but now I got to be on. And uh, oh, so this is a
0: nightmare you have.
4: Yeah, so I've, I've been. Yeah, I was in. Uh, it's very common I think among performers and actors and stuff I was uh yeah, at triple is. espresso it I did at this multi this this place out in in uh, Denver where they had a bunch of theaters they had a black box theater and then the big room where they had the big shows and triple espresso was in a smaller room and there was a yellow line outside of of the hallway and I and I asked the stage manager what is that oh that's uh George uh, what was the name of the guy who played uh, Robin on the original Batman he was also an impressionist Oh, oh uh, George. Uh, uh, Frank Frank Gorshin. Frank Gorshin. Yeah. Oh, Frank. Yeah. Frank Gorshin. Oh yeah, Frank Gorshin. He was a joke. <laughs> he was a joker. He, yeah, and he was like now, uh, No, know, he a was the Riddler. He was the a Riddler. Riddler. Uh, that's yeah.
5: right. He was the Riddler. Because yeah, Robin was Burt Ward. All oh, right.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, could not have been less prepared for this <laughs> story. Works. Whatever works. Whatever works. So, uh I said, "What's that yellow line?" Oh, that's that's uh, Frank Gorshin's line. He was doing uh, the play called um, "Say Goodnight, Gracie," which was about George Burns. Right. And he was in, uh, and it was near the end of his life, and he. Uh, had this yellow line going all the way, in his in his deal, in his contract, have a yellow line that goes all the way from the dressing room to my stage so we, door. So, so he just, every uh, night I'd see him yeah. I'm walking down and staring at that line, walking down. Isn't hi, that amazing. You know, hi Frank, and he'd go, hi. And he just would never look he up. would never look up,
0: just look at his yellow line. Yeah. He, He's another guy came in the studio once, and the entire time he was in studio B, smoked a cigarette. <laughs> yes, well, he I did. mean, there was smoke everywhere. He just kept smoking, and
5: smoking, yes. wow. and smoking. Gee, I wonder why he died. <laughs> yeah,
0: I loved him though. He That's was a great guy.
5: Great that,
1: impressionist too. That day, oh, I, phenomenal. Yep. That day, I asked him why. Is it, why is it that Batman never comes to the hood? And he just lost it. It's true. Know. He doesn't.
0: <laughs> Batman never goes into black neighborhoods. Why right. is that?
1: And he just lost it and just kept laughing and laughing. And
0: you never got an answer, no. Nope,
1: never got an answer. Right.
0: That's one thing about this job that's really terrific, is that you meet so many different people. Like today, we had a nice run. Mike Stanley came in, and then Brian Scolaro came in, and yeah. you, you got you. Got, Who I know, Brian, from Brian back in Stanley. my New York comedy days. Brian said he hadn't seen you in twenty years. Yeah,
4: yeah. And uh,
0: it's incredible. He, he looks the same. <laughs> Yeah, to me. yeah every time I see him he's like yeah I gained more weight no you didn't <laughs> you've always looked like that I mean, <laughs> right. he's a wonderful guy Brian's yeah. a great guy but he uh, he said that people are getting very aggressive in in comedy audiences like yelling out about how fat he is and nice neck and oh, that's... why
4: yeah. would you go I don't for... know if maybe that that trolling culture is now just coming to the live show yes I guess, yeah. I guess know, it is
5: people think that they can get away with anything because they can get away with anything online. Right, So they they kind of forget that they're not online, I think, and they start acting like they do
4: in it's real like a, life. It's like a mean culture kind of thing. It right? really it is, really. yeah.
0: That's one reason why not only Batman doesn't come to black neighborhoods, but if you did that in a black neighborhood, you'd get your ass in <laughs> 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 Yeah, you're going to run your mouth while I'm up on stage? and nah, that's not going to work for no. you. No. I don't know. Why would you want to go and try to have a few good laughs, have a good time, and holler out mean things at people like you're fat?
4: I don't know. It's interesting. Like there's something too with uh, when I lived in New York, it was kind of like I, I always say that if I could go back, I'd have a I'd have a thicker skin about certain things. Like yeah. mean, I hung out at the Comedy Cellar, right, about the time when Patrice O'Neill and oh, and God. these guys and Jim Norton and they roast the crap out of each other, and <laughs> and uh, you just if you if you walk in there, you're going to get. Uh, Somebody to give them, you know, giving you a hard time and roasting yeah, you or yeah. whatever. And I just was like, I just want to, I just want a puppy named Skippy. Like I, I never, <laughs> you know, I never did well with that culture, but, uh, no. but yeah, no, but now I think that because of the access people maybe have to comics and maybe, maybe Scalaro does a lot of self kind of, um, deprecating humor. I don't know that people would think it's okay to
0: then kind of roast. Now they're but roasters too. Would you, I don't know. First of all, if I'm sitting in the audience and I'm talking about me, and I, you know, I've been doing radio for 48 years now, 33 at this one radio station, KQ. I would never think of attacking the comedian. Yeah. So you work at Target, and you're going to attack a comedian? They're going to bury you. Right. Why would you do well, that? Well, it's like when I'm doing a show, and, I'm, and I have
4: material coming down the line that's going to be about bald. But before I can, you're bald. And I'm just like, wow, man. Because really? I've been bald since, like, senior year of high school.
0: No, my friend. Like when I
4: see me with hair, I look like an inexperienced weatherman. (laughs) (laughs) I just look wrong with hair.
0: That's gonna happen. (laughs) Okay, now don't take offense to this, but I have to say what he said. So people, there's a word in here that people hate, but it's what he said. So it's not me saying it. I once saw Rodney Dangerfield. The first time I ever saw Rodney Dangerfield, right? People started heckling him, and I thought. You're going to heckle Rodney Danger. The greatest comedic mind. Of all time, maybe. You know, he and Richard Pryor. And you go down and listen to just a few people. Rickles. So, he's on stage, and this guy will not shut up. Right. He just, he will just go. He's going after Rodney. Rodney's ignoring him. And finally, he wore Rodney down. He said, hey, Rodney, why don't you get a real job? He goes, I already got a real job getting fags for your brother. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, whoa, yeah. that's it. but that was 25 years ago. There, there's a buddy of mine Eddie Ift, and
4: Eddie is a comedian. And oh, we I were, love Eddie. I love Eddie Ift. Eddie's a great Ed, guy. And so Eddie's such an A personality. And I remember we were walking out of uh, Caroline's one night, and both pretty sauced and. And uh, there's Danny next to us. Is Henry Winkler, and this has to be like late '90s, you know. Another great. And, guy. Uh, and Eddie goes, "It's the Fonz," and he goes right in front of right in his face, "Eh," with his thumb <laughs> going "eh." <like, "Ey." laughs> and Henry Winkler is my favorite moment ever. Henry Winkler looks over so at him and goes, "You're very sad," and he walked across <laughs> the You're street. Very sad. <laughs> and it was Eddie, so yeah. perfect. It was like he buried him so bad. And I reminded Eddie of that recently. He Didn't remember And He's like, "Oh, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe it."
0: I can Well, <laughs> Eddie had a cocktail. Oh, we had had several. Oh, okay. Well, that's why he doesn't remember. <laughs> yeah, does right, right, He kind of thought that might have been the case. Oh, I don't remember that. It's because you were hammered. Yeah, right. <laughs> and <laughs> I must have been a touch less because I remember it. There uh, were a few times I've said things that I don't remember in oh. my life. You know, it's just kind of how oh, My
4: worst is I'm at the bar, maybe the Loon Cafe downtown, yeah, Minneapolis yeah. one night. And this is like the one where like, how... Bad am I that I'm that right there is the uh, here we are again. Greg Lamont is standing there, the great right on, Greg Lamont, right?
0: The bicycle racer,
4: won Tour de France three times. And yes, I, yes. and I go, dude, you're Greg Lamont. And he goes, yeah, yeah. Anyway, he's talking to somebody, and I go, you won Tour de France three times. And he goes, yeah, I know. And I go, no, you don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> and my friend, my friend just goon armed me out of there. Like I had marks the next morning from my friend just going, "You're gone. You're gone. Get out of here."
0: That's exactly. Matter of fact, at the loon, and this is probably 25 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm at the loon, and then the next day I go back to the loon because we had lit it up pretty good the night before. Right. right. So I go back to the loon just to <laughs> grab some lunch, and Mike Andrews, who was one of the owners, no longer with us, unfortunately. I, I come walking and he looks at me. He just keeps looking at me. I said, Mike, what are you doing? He goes, man. I said, what? What? He goes, you don't remember, do you? I said, what? Oh. He goes, there were eight guys sitting in that booth right over there. And I don't know how it happened, but somebody somebody mouthed off to you. And you went over and said, all 80 of you get up. Cause I'm gonna go beat the piss out of all of you. and they <laughs> they were like terrified. That's beautiful. It was like I did not do it. He goes, yeah, yeah, you did, oh. yeah, you did. I'm like, can you imagine how hammered the do you? The hubris. Have to be? <laughs> yeah, the hubris. That's exactly yeah. that's the perfect word. Yeah. What are you thinking? You know, it's
4: so funny. I, I'm on my lawn, and a, and a little garter snake goes by, and, and I jump up at the oh, air, squealing. Yeah. And my neighbor, I looked over my neighbor, he goes, "I saw that." You know. And, <laughs> and, and, and oh, then one clean. night, I was there was a bat in our house, and I would normally be screaming, and running from a bat. I was drunk enough to where I just went up to it with a, th- you know, I just caught it fearlessly. It was just yeah, on the wall. Well, <laughs> and my wife, it. my wife was like, "I did not expect you to help in this situation."
0: <laughs> I, was yeah, like, like I guess that's
4: tossed. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a whole... I, I don't know. It's... Because I... It's been seven years now since I drank. But, yeah, I got very bold when I was drinking. There's no doubt about that. There's a weird calm that can come over, too. Like, I was...
4: It's different... Different... It wasn't a drunk thing, but I... I was on the Upper Peninsula, uh, like, crappy gig for, like, 200 bucks. <laughs> Upper yeah, Peninsula UP, by Sault Ste. Marie, know? <laughs> you know.
0: Like, way the heck up Does there. Does <laughs> Jeff Daniels? He's from there something. <laughs>
4: yeah, that's right. Jeff Daniels is from he there. He is. He's yeah. from the UP. Yeah. So, I was... Uh, I decided to go for a run, and I went down this logging road, and I had this feeling about this logging road not being a great idea. But I'm like, "Oh, I'll go for a run," you know, and uh, and then I decided I'm turning, I'm gonna turn around because I don't know what kind of bears are out here or anything. Wow, well, that's true. Turn around, start heading back, and I start hearing this big dog at the bottom of the hill where I'd gone past barking like it's big. And I looked down, and I had there was like one log on the road, and I was like, "Okay, thanks God, I guess this is you put this here or something. Am I gonna need it? I don't know." And I just started jogging by in Rottweiler. And it was in the yard. It was snow, and this thing just started coming at me from like a, like fifty yards away from a lawn. And it's like, and, I'm, and I, I put my hands up in the air with the log in my hand. I was like, no,
0: dog! Like the dumbest. I, I must have looked like such an idiot. <laughs> your scary voice.
4: Yeah, but for some reason, I was just like, I looked over and there was a construction worker way, way far away, and I was like, okay, I gotta find a way to be able to yell when this dog's on my neck. I started planning. <laughs> <laughs> I started planning like what I'm, I wasn't. I wasn't. I was calling. Yeah. And uh, anyway, the last second, the thing just you know, halted and just went backwards to its yard. And I was, like, absolutely certain I was going to be having to. Why do you think it did that? Maybe my uh, standing up and making myself taller worked. No, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. but it Because you became the
0: predator, maybe? Maybe.
4: I don't know. Because my friend, John Carlin, he's a, a a guide out in Alaska, and he says, try to make yourself taller.
0: Yeah, yeah. Put your hands up in said, the air. Yeah. But I don't know
4: if it worked. But I was I couldn't believe how calm I was after. Or daring. After you were I was calm. freaked out. Yeah, and I went back to the hotel, the comedian I was working with was like, dude, I knew you were white, but you're so white right now. <laughs> <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> so yeah. But
0: hey, that, uh, you know. it all works out I think that's what it is, and that's probably why John Carlin told you that, is you literally you become the predator rather than the prey. because 'cause right. you're, so you're not gonna
4: outrun the thing. No, no, you're not gonna outrun a
0: dog. Yeah, that's not Or a happen. bear. Not gonna outrun a bear. Yeah, that's true. But at least you can smell bear coming. They reek. Really? Oh, God. They just because they eat rotting meat. So they smell like rotting meat. Right. It's
4: like, Even in the river, they're eating fish.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. We'll take a quick break. Be right back in a couple of minutes. John Bush is at Royal Comedy Theater tonight, tomorrow night, eight o'clock out there in Hopkins. Uh, you can take care of that. And we'll be right back in a couple of seconds. Tom Bernard show. Just like all of you, I'd been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it's as great as everyone says. Well, I received my first My Pillow and I love it because I have a pretty big melon, pretty big head and my pillow will prop it right up. I can get my neck aligned and I sleep very well because of it. Mike Lindell, the inventor of My Pillow, has a very special offer for my listeners. My Pillow is offering buy one My Pillow and get another absolutely free. Don't delay, order now. This offer expires August 1st. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first My Pillow. If you already know how great the My Pillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146. Use the promo code TOM or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code TOM. Call 1-800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. If you are a homeowner, you do not want to miss this free event. We are hosting a free seller workshop where we are going to teach
4: you how to net between thirty dollars to $60,000 more on your home sale. Plus, we are going to share our proven systems that will instantly put the control back in your corner.
0: Guarantee yourself the results you deserve when it comes time to sell your house. Our exclusive workshop will be sold out shortly, so call now to secure your free ticket by calling
4: 763-401-SOLD or by visiting SellerWorkshop.com.
0: This free seller workshop will be held the week of August 6th. The last workshop sold out very fast, so hurry. And call Chris Lindahl Real Estate today to save your free ticket. So call now, 763-401-SOLD, or visit sellerworkshop.com
4: for times, locations, and to secure your free ticket.
0: Okay, you know how it works. Uh, I don't promote people that aren't the real deal or don't do the right thing. This is not a bare bones situation at all. And the best part is it's free. Would you stop... He's <laughs> playing the monkeys again because I'm built like a monkey. <laughs>
2: it's Friday. Doing it on purpose.
0: Do you have any ape songs you can play? Uh, any orangutan songs you can
6: play?
2: I don't know. I'll have to look. Yeah, you will
6: be
0: looking at <laughs> monkeys. Think,
1: uh, People don't play the tambourine like that anymore. No,
0: no. <laughs> it's not <laughs> a popular true. instrument anymore. I, I love gypsies. the monkeys.
2: They're such a fun group.
1: That was a
0: very funny show, actually. Yeah,
2: I love it. They were great. They were
0: the accessible Beatles, basically. They were. <laughs> the Beatles wouldn't come around, but you, hey, look—it's the monkeys. Uh, Frank Gorshin, back to this,
3: because I'll Frank. tell you
4: why. Because uh, talking to him, he was on the first. Step. He was on the episode of the Ed Sullivan Show where the Beatles were on. Mm-hmm. And he had to, uh, I think he had to follow them or go before oh, them. Oh, God. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. And also on that episode was uh, young Davy Jones playing the artful Dodger in a number from what was on Broadway, really? Oliver.
0: Yeah, really? so that's just a weird coincidence in show business. You know that 70 million people tuned into that show? Wow. 70 million people. Now, at the time, there probably weren't more than about 210 million people in the United States. Right. Well, yeah, but the
5: choices were well. that or Indian test pattern. So. <laughs> well,
0: they had the Indian <laughs> test pattern. That's true. The chief test pattern. Yeah, a lot of I fewer. Why, they had a, why did they have an Indian chief on no, the I test pattern? I have no idea. I
4: don't know. That's... It's... The, the, the... The interesting stuff like – my friend and I used to have a uh, – my friend Dan Natterman is a comedian. and Dan, we, used to, we he used to do his impression of Sherwood Schwartz and, like, taking – you know. And, <laughs> and it's like, any problems like with that. Gilligan's Island? And they're in the, the meeting and somebody goes, uh, three-hour tour. He's like, no, nobody cares. What else? Uh, you know, the, the radio keeps working. Nobody cares. What else? You know, it's like all the like, – no problem with uh, – but anyway, on Gilligan's Island, I don't know if you remember, they used to have, like um, – The natives? The natives Mm -hmm. were coming? The the music of the natives on Gilligan's Island was always...
0: All all Native American music. (laughs) What are you doing?
1: (laughs) What are you doing? And the natives were off-season baseball players. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's true, right? Yeah,
0: that's right. That's right. You know, that uh, Stewart... uh, uh, Schwartz took all the money. Sherwood Schwartz took all the money. Yeah? Nobody made any money on the show except for him. He made it all. And it
4: was just just a, just a brilliant, I mean, and then the Brady Bunch is another Sherwood Schwartz, right? Yep. I don't mm-hmm. know if there yep. are
0: any other ones, but. There were. Sherwood yeah, there Schwartz. Sherwood Schwartz. <laughs> and Gary Marshall kind of took over them. He picked up the mantle after Sherwood Schwartz. <laughs> Some of the great stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, it was a totally different world then because there was ABC, NBC, CBS. That was it. Right, and well, I guess PBS too, but they didn't really do much programming that anybody gave a rat's ass about. But yeah, if you were, well, Ed Sullivan was on CBS, right? Seventy million people, but but, and no, and probably nobody
4: remembers anybody else on that show. Oh. Yeah, I, the only reason yeah, I knew it was not. I watched. I went to the Museum of Radio or Television oh, yeah. and Radio, I yeah. think, in New York and and saw it. You know, like put that episode in
0: just that's to a, see it. See, that's, that's fantastic. That yeah, is fantastic. It is unbelievable, but. One third of the population of the entire country is watching you. I just love how,
4: I love also how smart the Beatles were in their press conferences, they where were, somebody's yeah. like, uh, What do you think about the mayor of Detroit thinking your haircuts are un American? And, and John's like, You know, we're not American, so that's fine.
0: You know? <laughs> it's un American. We're not American. So that works for us. There's no question. John Bush in studio with us, ladies and gentlemen. Along with Joe from Louisville. Oh, that's right. Joe from Louisville. Yeah, I, I was told you called in, and, and Joe, I just dropped the ball on you. What's happening, man?
6: No, Tony just uh, hit the road.
0: Oh, how long did you spend with Tony Price?
6: Uh, about two and a half hours.
0: What oh, did you? Did you have lunch or
6: anything? Yeah, he um, he dropped off his motorcycle at, at the Harley at the Harley right. store to uh, right get it get the oil changed. So did and, you have a good time? Uh, we uh, headed over to Taco Bell and had lunch.
0: You went to Taco Bell. <laughs> I'm yeah. jealous. I love Taco Bell. I love tacos. Is it kind go of ahead. weird? Is it kind of weird for me to like tacos? I don't think so. You like tacos. I right? like
4: tacos a lot. Yeah.
0: See, there you go. Where
4: I live in Des Moines, there is a place called the Kung Fu Tap and Taco, which is a biker bar, <laughs> the and they Kung have great Fu tacos. Kung Fu, taco. Fu Tap and Taco. Google
0: that man. It's cool. <laughs> right. And uh, okay. No. Anyway, we're talking about tacos. Was a great. There is a great Chinese restaurant in. I think it's North Des Moines. Boy. Not there anymore. Well, wow, yeah, they we're talking in the late '70s, so yeah. it might not be. It <laughs> not. Anymore. May not be. Was, there like, was
4: it by the comedy club? Because there was one called Great China, and it was uh, very good.
0: Yeah, right. that could have been. Could have uh, been that one. It could have been. I'm not sure. So, Joe, you, what'd you talk about at Taco Bell?
6: I uh, he just telling uh, telling how you guys met, and uh, um, actually, he uh, gave me and Bill a couple of your favorite cigars.
0: Oh, he did. You mean the uh,
6: the Fonsecas? Well, uh, they're uh, hand-rolled from his wife.
0: Oh, uh, his wife. He has the sweetest, wonderful. Wife. She's a great person. She's a really, really nice person. She's a Dominican, but she's uh, all wired to the. Uh, uh, the Cuban trade and all the rest of it. She, yeah, she does a great job. She's a very sweet person. She's far too good for him is what I'm saying. <laughs> but I suppose they all are. So how's your family? Everybody right. good in your family? I said everybody good in your family? Oh,
6: yeah. Yeah. No, I'm glad to hear that. We, uh, yeah. We uh, took a small tour of the Harley Davidson um, store here. I I ran Tony's camera for him. You did? You were the cameraman?
0: Yeah, it's just, just a GoPro. Oh, it's a GoPro. Okay, so yeah, so he where is he? Where is so he left Louisville? Where is he on his way to now?
6: He's on his way to Bloomington, Indiana. Oh, okay. oh Bloomington, Illinois. My bad.
0: Bloomington, Illinois. Yeah, okay. He uh, for people who, who might not know what we're talking about and John Bush. Uh, is in studio with us. Tony Price left Minneapolis what about a month ago now? Is that that's about right, isn't it, Joe? Second. July second, July second, July second. So it's almost a month ago now. Yep. He is going to visit every right. Gold Star family in the United States. Oh, Gold wow. Star, yeah, really, really great. Uh, Gold Star people are uh, families who have lost a loved one in battle, and he's going to see them all. He's going to forty nine. He's not going to Hawaii. It's hard to ride a motorcycle to Hawaii, so he's not doing that. But um, that's a lot of work. I would imagine, did did he talk about, is it taking its toll on him, do you think, Joe?
6: Uh, Yeah, I think it's taking its toll on his wife, too. At least that's what he said. Well, that's not good.
0: (laughs) But
4: emotionally, are you talking
0: like emotionally to have to go and talk to all those people? And to ride a motorcycle, all those, what is it, what 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 did he say, 20,000 miles or something? Wow. Yeah, about that. God, I mean that's that that takes its toll on you. And and I think emotionally too, seeing all those families that have lost a loved one cannot be easy to do. Yeah. Wouldn't think anyway. Right. All right. <laughs> well when are you going back to work? What do you, what do you get now? You get six months a year off or what's happening?
6: No, we're uh our upgraders and our utilities, the guy the team leader and the guys that jump in if nobody's there mm-hmm. went back Monday to, you know, give it a world, see how things are going. And uh, the rest of us go back on Monday, this oh, coming good. Monday.
0: This coming Monday, you're back at it. I'm happy for you. That's good because I know. Are you getting a little bored having time off or do you love it?
6: Oh, I love it. Okay. Are you good. kidding me? I get paid to sit on my cam.
0: Well, yeah, but I see. I couldn't just do that. I couldn't just sit around. That's because I like to bitch at people. That's probably why. Do you think? Possibly. <laughs> Well, say hello to your family for me and hopefully we'll talk to you again soon. Okay. Thanks, Joe. <clears throat> Joe from Thank Louisville, you. ladies and gentlemen. He was just up here, spent some time with his family and uh, very, very nice family over in the Saint Paul area. And oh it's Invergrove Heights. The Invergrove <laughs> Heights is big enough, I could tell you that that deal right there.
1: But Yeah, it's growing.
0: Yeah, can you believe I mean Riding a motorcycle twenty thousand miles, ah. and then daily having a not having to, but wanting to meet with families who've lost a loved one in battle can't be easy. The comedian Bob Larson. I don't know if you remember Bob
4: Larson. Pretty funny. Um, from where? He's. he's he, I, I'm not sure exactly. I think he's from Minnesota, but he's he's always been around Minnesota a lot. Oh, no, not funny.
0: a guy named Larson. That's hard to believe. <laughs> he he
4: t- talks he talks about. He talks about uh, just just made me think of this, He, he because uh, he rides motorcycle. One time we did a gig, and, and he said, I've been driving so much on this m- motorcycle to gigs. He, and I go, he had to come through North Dakota. He goes, I don't remember North Dakota. Like, it just, he just zoned oh, riding man. his That's how much <laughs> that's he was riding. Right here. It's was like, like when you're reading a book, and you go, I don't remember the last 20 pages, but it's North yeah, Dakota. Yeah, that does happen to me. Uh, but anyway, he wander. was visiting his... Uh, his father was uh, had dementia, I believe, and, and he was in, in the nursing home years and years ago. And his dad was having a particularly bad day, and they both shared humor as their one thing that sometimes would make him okay. perk up. Yep. And, yep. He, and he said that he went in there, and his dad was having a bad day, and the orderlies were having to deal with him. And he looks at his son, he goes, the dad he goes, why did you put me in this jail? And Bob oh. goes, well, Dad, you killed a guy. <laughs> hey, <laughs> and he kind of got a glint in his eye, and
0: there was a, that a calming. That explained it to you? yeah. You killed somebody. That's why you're in here. But, you know, yeah, uh, yeah that's that's got to be tough, though. You're, having a parent with dementia has got to be very, very difficult. Yeah, I was listening to an interview yeah. with Stephen King. He was talking about that. He was talking about how <laughs> oh,
4: that's, yeah, that's, that's right. the new thing that scares him yeah. isn't uh, scary movies anymore. It's a movie. There was a movie he
0: saw that starts out
4: with a woman. Get, getting alzheimer's oh yeah and he said that freaked him out
0: yeah can you even imagine what that would be you you have no real perception of anything no sense of self no sense of self at yep. all god that's got to be horrible Ugh. that's when you walk off a cliff well right. wait a minute because i'm you know coming up on it here so. well that's i think that uh
4: <laughs> robin williams had had, Louis's yeah, body he had, dementia. had louis body dementia, louis from, body dementia yeah. yeah. Which is like when you think about that, then maybe suicide's more of like a uh, it's more a, humane a symptom
0: sometimes
4: of, of that instead of like it could be, you yeah. know,
0: it absolutely could be. I don't, I wouldn't
4: want to live in that.
2: Well, I think no. uh, um, somebody I always they have a new documentary in HBO about Robin, and uh, they were saying that his personality started changing once he was diagnosed. Uh, Bobcat uh, Goldthwaite was saying that. Um, he just wasn't his self, and no, they think I think that,
5: that he was diagnosed with Parkinson's first. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah and, and that really hit him hard.
2: They think that him committing suicide, it wasn't like him wanting to die. They think it was a symptom of yeah. the Lewy body that it just because it was kind of weird to think that he would someone like him, even though he did suffer depression and everything. Right. He seemed like he loved his life, loved his family, his mm-hmm. children. For him to take himself out like that, it was kind of not in character, I guess. Or right. it seemed like, you know, everyone was shocked.
0: Yeah, you know, there, there's a uh, a couple of stories out from Ernest Hemingway's family that he uh, suffered from depression, and he went into, uh, I guess, a hospital and spent some time in a hospital, and they gave him shock treatments to try to shock him out of this uh, this depression. Right. It erased his memory. He that's, could no longer write. That's why he killed himself, because he couldn't remember and how to write. to be a writer and not be able to remember, because <laughs> oh, that's, that's, be that's your bank. That is your bank. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just to have that completely wiped out. And you, he literally said he forgot how to write. Whoa. That's not good for Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> yeah. <Enough>. <laughs> no. <laughs> not too good. Although I will tell you what, the one pleasure of forgetting everything is that house he has in Key West. It's a dump. But anyway.
4: Well, the, uh, my friend Pat Booker had a great joke. He said, look, we're all one head injury away from not
0: having to worry in the world. Ah, well, that's the way to put it. Yeah. That's, well, that's much more pleasant. There's no <laughs> question about it. Does it work that way, though, Andy? What? You take a blow to the head and you just uh, be happier than hell instead of just depressed.
5: Um, it can happen.
0: It's not a good thing to bank on, but... <laughs> well, there was a story about a guy, and I saw it on television, and I can't remember how long ago, but it, I think the guy was a cop, actually. And he got really depressed, so he put his revolver up to his head and shot himself, and it went around his brain, kind of. Oh, yeah. But it wiped out all these negative
6: thoughts. <laughs> I mean,
0: and I guess he was happier
6: than hell after Whoa.
0: he shot himself. They, 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 his wife came home, and he was sitting there eating a bowl of Cheerios or cornflakes or whatever, and there was blood coming out of both sides of his Whoa. head because the bullet went in, and went it was like, around, honey, and then came back fabulous. out. You look fabulous. You look great. You know, I. If it weren't for blood in my eyes, I'd really be able to see. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine that? It's amazing. God, I, how, how lucky do you have to be? I guess he was happy for the rest of his life, dude. But
4: my buddy had a, a dog that that uh, was a German uh, short haired pointer, and it would. Anyway, it ran down to the river one day and got in a fight with a beaver. Oh, God. Uh, anyway, the beaver bit from its. Part of its back into the it came out of its its uh, belly. Ooh, missed, How small missed is this dog! Missed everything, missed everything, and did. they just they just sewed it up on each end and and pumped it with uh, antibiotics. And Otis lived a long life after that.
0: Otis, my man. But
4: like, yeah, but a big just <laughs> beaver bite.
0: Wow. Yeah. They, their teeth are that long, right? Aren't they? Uh, yeah, they're, they're, really long. they're
5: rodents, so their front teeth never stop growing. So is Whoa. that true? Yeah, so that's why they have to. Constantly chew? chew. Yeah, that's why rodents constantly chew things, because that's what makes a rodent a rodent. Front teeth that never stop growing. So
0: would they, like, hook around and pierce your own neck if they didn't do that? Mm-hmm.
4: They can, yeah. yeah. Or uh, they can get so big
5: that you can't eat because you can't get things in your mouth, or and that's why they do what they
4: do. I did this uh, gig that was, like... At a nature center, where the crowd was it was at a, inside of a nature center, like this room, and right. the other room had all of these stuffed, uh, you know, taxidermy things. And one of them was an owl, and I had never seen owls' talons. Oh God! But they are remarkable. They are, and they say those they can lift up an animal and just bring it oh. off. Oh yeah, they they like take a
0: rabbit to their nest or
4: whatever. Oh, that yep. was
0: unbelievable. Man. We can stop making commercials now where, where owls go. Who?
3: <laughs> what are
0: they, like, ten commercials now that they've <laughs> right. done enough? We'll be right back more with John Bush. He is at Royal Comedy Theater tonight, tomorrow night at 8 o'clock. Right back more with John right after this. Tom Bernard show. Tom Bernard here to tell you Priority Courier Experts has immediate openings for drivers looking for more. Priority drivers are independent contractors who set their own hours, start from their own driveways, and deliver local on-call parcels and freight, which means you're home for dinner every night and you get paid weekly. Call Roger or Eddie right now at 651-748-4477 or visit them online at Priority.com. Priority Courier Experts, every time you call us, we deliver.
7: Let's talk about good things. Does your car work? You got a roof over your head? You got kids, parents, a spouse who loves you, or a mate? These are the good things you have because you live in America, the country that has more immigration than any other nation on Earth. You have these things because the U.S. military stands at a wall and protects you from any person or thing that would take them away from you. The entire volunteer military that stands at the ready just in case. The greatest fighting force ever known on planet Earth. Every person serving in our military is ready to lay down their life, for your freedom, and all too often they do. I'm the executive director of the Gold Star Ride Foundation, an organization set up to do just one thing take care of families left behind when one of our brave fighters loses their life for you. We're riding motorcycles throughout the country to achieve this purpose and you can help. Go to goldstarride.org and make a donation or learn where we are so you can come and ride with us It's a small thing we do, it was a huge thing that they did. Goldstarride.org That's goldstarride.org Make a donation today. Big, this
2: one was courtesy uh, of Steve Dave.
0: Of your husband, Dave.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I thought he was asleep. Why is he? <laughs>
2: gone? No, he's asleep. <laughs> Any, Eddie
0: Grant, is this?
2: This is Bruce,
0: oh. the
2: boss.
0: Oh, it's the boss.
2: This is called Part Man, Part Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> she found one. <laughs>
0: There it is, part man, part monkey. Tom Bernard, ladies and gentlemen, it's all true. Very ape-like. I understand. So I should start walking on my hands.
2: <laughs> he sent me that one or the Magilla gorilla theme song. Oh, I like
0: McGilla McGilla Meg- <laughs> M- gorilla. Yeah. Great. There's a
4: there's a weatherman down in uh, Des Moines. Uh, he looks like grape ape.
2: Oh really? <laughs> yeah.
4: His face, his
0: eyes look like grape ape. <laughs> I don't see. That's a good thing. There's no doubt about that. So. Uh, where are you from originally? Uh, I'm Minnesota. So yes. why why are you
4: living in Des Moines? I, I was, so I was uh, living in New York and I and I started to tour with Triple Espresso, the show out of right. Twin Cities. Right. Right. And uh, we we had a uh, there was a San Diego production going on, which was there for like ten years. And there was Minneapolis. The original guys are here, and and there was a couple touring and. Uh, it's like you know. It's like Brian Regan has that bit about when he was the little brother of the two older brothers, and and uh, he would always have to sit on the hump, the middle yes. of, oh, the back the hump seat. of the backseat. But he yeah. decided to finally call it. I called the hump, so at least he was calling something. Yeah, well, I was like true. I call the Des Moines. You know, <laughs> I want to do the Des Moines one. You know, oh, cause at well. least nobody. You know, at least I'm calling it. Anyway, I went down there six week run, turned into a year in four months, longest running show in Iowa theater history. Really? Yeah, li- it's yeah. a good show. It was, it's good show, and I met my wife there. And then I, uh, and then we, st- I stayed. I just hung out, and then I decided, can I do, a, can I have a, a career doing stand up comedy from here? And I focused on the corporate market. And uh, that's what I do.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's a, it. It yeah. really doesn't matter where you are based now, does it? No, it doesn't. You're never home a, anyway. In
4: that time, it changed so much. Where yeah. you know, where where uh, you know uh, social media, and I can Skype an audition out in L.A. or New York. And uh, no, it's not the same as being out there, but I can still do that. And, yeah, but nobody cares, do right? They?
0: Right, they don't nope. care about that. Nope. Um, I was I was called up on stage at Triple S. You were, and
4: I was in that. I was in that show. You were you brought were. up to for the magic set.
0: But nobody knew who, who well, I Well, and was.
4: that's the cool thing about it. You just went along with a bit.
0: You yeah, know? I didn't know the look. Oh, it was great. It was yeah. wonderful. Except for what? Was it fire or the a saw or something? Was,
4: no, it was a fire. Was yeah, fire a yeah. And then, yeah. and then the I card. stepped
0: away from it. I yeah. didn't remember stepping right. away. Right. They probably pulled you in with the things and kind of, I yeah. forget what they're called,
4: but there's these clamps that extend in their Brian, brain.
0: Was Brian Kelly in that show?
4: Brian Kelly is in that show. We play
0: the yeah. same
3: role, so. Oh, you do? Yep. Okay.
0: Yep. Because yeah, Brian Kelly works for the uh, St. Saint Paul Saints.
4: Great and guy,
3: and, and he's I graduated with him. Oh, they so, did? Yep, yeah,
0: me Dyna, 87. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. 87? Yeah. God, I was already working at KQ when you graduated from high school. That's right. Is that a bad thing? No. do you think about it, I'll get back to you on that one. <laughs> I'll think about that. But so are you still doing Triple Espresso? I
4: will, you know, I, the only time I do it now, so we opened this room in downtown uh, Des Moines in, in 2002 uh, called the Temple for Performing Arts, an old Masonic temple they redid into a beautiful building and performance space. It? Uh, Downtown Des Moines. It is really
0: yeah, beautiful. Because somebody else did that down in Georgia or something. Did the show? They took it. They took oh, an old Masonic temple yeah. and turned it into a theater. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous.
4: And it is, and yeah. so this was like kind of this moment in Des Moines where more people were now coming back downtown for entertainment at night. And it was mm-hmm. they opened up what they call the, the Western Gateway, which has a sculpture mm-hmm. garden now and uh, music festivals, and it's a big deal there. And uh, but anyway, so yeah, I, I I went down there doing that show, and I, well, so I, I do it like, uh, this will be your seventh time back, middle of November through middle of January, we were returning to the temple, our seventh, we're kind of the signature show of that room if there is yeah, one that comes yeah, back. Yeah, I can see that. And, uh, yeah, yeah, so that's nice, it's nice because you know, from mid-November, to mid-January, I'm on the road white knuckling it to get to a gig. Yeah, know? that is nice. Yeah, I mean that's the only tough part of what I do is, is really the winter months, like I just did a gig in South Dakota. Um, and uh, it was for farmers. I uh, performed for farmers. Yeah, it was exactly like performing for a painting of a group of farmers in South
7: Dakota. <laughs> it, was
4: like, it was like you're looking at, at, at American Gothic.
7: Yeah. Grant yeah. Wood. You
4: know that. Sure. Just, they're just staring back. And then they come up after you. Were great. And you're like, you can
0: laugh. There's a, you know, <laughs> uh, laughing's fine. Yeah, laughing's fine. Problem. They're doing an
4: impression of Mount Rushmore in front of me. It's like, but uh, yeah. So I mean, I got a joke out of that. I did really. That was a painful gig. That we're was them just staring the whole time. That was
0: in Pierre, Pierre South. <laughs> oh, Pierre South Dakota, Okay. Yeah. Um, Which is spelled Pierre, by the way. Yeah. There,
4: and what you do is in those, you just kind of you just put your head down and pedal, man, because you know. Yeah, that's
0: all you can yeah, do. Yeah,
4: and then just stay clean and don't lose your uh, your s, you know. I don't know
0: no, shit, you I, say. Say, yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah. You no, just don't right.
4: don't lose it, you know. Just keep cool. But that's like so. But yeah, you know,
0: most gigs go really good. So. The tri- triple espresso. Yeah. That do a the a Vegas tour. I don't think they've ever been in Vegas. Think they've they done Vegas. They've done they've done London, and yeah. we were in Ireland
4: for a while, which was awesome. I mean, they loved us in in, uh, in Dublin and in all over Ireland. We did like a did like a ten week tour, and uh, they loved it. You know, it's funny. They come up after and they go, "Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant!" They're all sad as they walk out the door. Well, they're <laughs> brilliant is good job. It's yeah. not
0: brilliant. Yeah, it's, not, it's just good. They're job. saying we're yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Brilliant, Yeah, it's yeah, true.
4: And Got they uh, sing along. I mean, the sing alongs there. You know, because there's a part of the, the the show where we do a sing along. And they sing it like it's a soccer anthem. Home on the range, the song Home on the Range. We do I do a Really? Yeah, there's a bit, I don't know if you remember that it's in the round. It's this sing along. Oh yeah. And uh crowd likes it. It's got a lot of great comedy in it. But uh they sing and the
0: sky instead of the skies are not cloudy all day, this thing, and the skies are all cloudy all day. Are all, cloudy, are all well, cloudy all day? It is what it is. It is what it is, yeah. Who's that actor? John Reese Davis, is that his name?
5: Darvies, I think.
0: What? Oh. What happened? I'm just no, the guy that was in the Tudors. He also oh, played. Yeah. Oh, for Davies. Yeah,
2: John, yeah, John
0: Reese Davies. Yeah. I thought it was Darvies. No, it's John Reese. We just had him on this morning. Yeah, he's from Ireland. Yeah, Irish hmm. nicest guy in the world. He just—I literally sat back and listened because he just talked for ten oh, minutes. Oh, the way they talk. Fantastic. Like they like they don't say,
4: "Are you are you uh, are you messing with me? Are you taking a piss?" Are That's what not? they
0: say. <laughs> and you look down. You are like, I don't know. Is it, I hope is not. that what we're doing? I hope I am not.
4: And but. crack. They were, crack is ancient Irish. It means fun. So they were like, "Oh, John, you should've been here last night. We had great crack." Like, had great, great. Oh, how'd they get us? <laughs> great crack. Yeah. 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 What's another one? Oh, I. I, uh, I didn't know that this is stupid but I didn't know that you don't chug down to Guinness and, and I was in this bar and this oh, old yeah. woman bartender was cleaning the bar and she looks over and she goes yeah don't slam it like a cheap whore <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love that
0: yeah that's yeah, an interesting uh, take on it and do you remember being in Ireland
5: yeah
0: oh you do remember mm-hmm. are you starting to remember stuff you never remembered before I always remembered being in no. Ireland no you never do you don't remember being in Scotland no why not I don't know. Maybe you were too... You might have been only about six then.
5: Yeah. I was relatively young. I know that much. Uh, But
0: how could you not remember being at Turnberry? It was wonderful. Because I was young? Yeah, but, you know, I I remember stuff from when I was three. Well, not being in Scotland and Ireland. I remember being over at Loring Park. It was across (laughs) the street from the house. That was
6: about it The worst thing
4: is, like, when you have a... uh, Memory Or something happens You're alone And you can't tell anybody Because they won't believe you So the first night I got to Dublin Uh Dublin Everybody Uh the, Everybody The cast Two guys <laughs> were, uh, They were like I'm going to bed I don't know I don't know what time We got in I forget But th- there was a couple People at the theater Who were like You want to go out Let's go out and So I was like Sure So we went to this club Called Raynards In D- Dublin And it was a really Empty club And there was a there was a, a roped-off area for VIPs. and like, who's the Ooh. VIPs, right? And all I know is, like, half hour later, I'm on the dance floor with four other people. One of them is Bono. I'm dancing to Billie Jean. With Bono? With Bono and some woman he was with. I'm not saying anything. I'm just dancing next to him. And I was sitting there going, there's no way I can go to the theater tomorrow. Because it's like, it's like the episode of, of, of Brady Bunch when Don Ho's at the airport. It's yeah. that ridiculous. I am, Don Ho at the airport. It's that ridiculous. <laughs> I and really I can't go, and guys are like, so what did you do last night? I'm like, I, I danced uh, with Bono. And they're like, ha Anyway, I'm like, yeah, you're right. It didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, you're right. It was ridiculous.
4: Happen. Where are they from in Ireland?
0: Uh, are they from Dublin?
4: Well, uh, I don't know exactly where the band is, but I know that one of the things the Irish like to do is when they're driving down the road with people from America in the car, they always point over to that house. Oh, that's where Bono grew up. Ah, oh, it's, it's so No, uh, they do up. that. No, no. <laughs> but they have. Great, you know, I love them. Okay, so it's pretty there's, good, though. there's these parts of of Dublin that are like one of them is called I think it's called the Spike. You know, it's like this this uh, sculpture. It's big, and they always say, Oh, you take a left at the Spike. It's by, the Spike by the Dike, <laughs> and then uh, and then there's a or, there's, or they call that the Stiffy by the Liffy. Which is like all the stiffy by the levy, yeah. Yes, the tart with the cart, the Molly. I forget Molly Malone is that a thing? There's a there's hey, a Molly statue. Malone. Oh, you take the tart with the cart, and then there's a, a statue in a. Uh, fountain. The, j- the floozy and the jacuzzi. These are all like landmarks and that's how they describe Oh my god. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, they're very big on limericks. They're so
4: big yeah. on that. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. also
0: big on drinking. Mm-hmm.
4: So well, like...
2: I know I'm Scots-Irish so everyone says I'm an angry drunk.
0: <laughs> are you a booze hound? No. Don't lie. do <laughs> not? Loose-hound? Well, I need <laughs> I know. to know if you're a booze hound. I have booze-hound?
2: my moments but uh, no, I'm a not a regular drinker.
0: She has her moments of booze houndry. Well, Rory
1: McIlroy two years ago complained about American beer. Oh, yeah. It Was too weak. He called it pissy American beer.
4: Yeah, it's, there's no alcohol in it. That's but like Heine- very, Heineken tastes that way to me, kind of pissy. Well, we there's
5: like there have to be a thousand different kinds of American beers. The thing. Well, that's true. Yes. It's like you know what? If he's talking about yeah things like Heineken, that's at this point it's really not American. It's like world beer because right. it's
4: everywhere. Right.
5: Is it even made in America? No, I, and I
4: didn't think it was. I just mean that's the one that I always go, ugh. Like, well, yeah, I've but that's it. what
5: people are thinking of when they think of
0: bad beer.
2: Some I mean, beers are of, nasty. Some pe- a lot of people, don't like Guinness. I love Guinness. Oh, I, I do, do too. Yeah,
0: Guinness is really good. Yeah, it's yeah, nice. Guinness is good. It yep. is really, really. Good. But Heineken, yeah, I don't Heineken. It's been a long time since I've had a Heineken. I don't remember what it tastes like. I don't I think no I've Heineken. ever had one. A Heineken. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's uh, a have, the, the bar the Kung Fu Tap and Taco I mentioned earlier. The Kung,
4: they Kung like the Northeast. They like the the brain oh, uh, Northeast. Yeah, oh yeah, they like that Northeast. Yeah,
2: we used to call it brain melt. <laughs> oh yeah, brain, 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 brain melt. Yeah, brain yep. melt. Instead of grain
0: Belt, it's brain melt. <laughs> exactly Do you remember that. the Schmidt Bit players? Yes, I do. There
4: are these Schmidt commercials for Schmidt beer. They'd be like, hey, Schmidt, did you ship the Schmidt shipment to Shanghai? No, I shipped it to Sheboygan. No, you God. shanghai the Schmidt shipment? You know,
1: <laughs> you dumb Schmidt. It was like
4: that.
6: Yeah, so many So bad. But, I, but you know that what? I would Minnesota. take that
4: commercial over so many bad radio commercials now, in my opinion. Radio and television. Yeah, oh, there's some bad ones. I remember, yeah. I always liked the commercials where the the guy does their own commercial and shouldn't have. I don't know if you remember Bradley exterminating, but there's a guy. Yeah, who, I do. must yeah, have been absolutely. Bradley. Must have been Bra- like, must n- have He'd been be like, Bradley. nice home, isn't it? Well, it does have a few problems, please. Roach is oh, another unwanted com- person. And like oh, The chroma God. keys moving
0: around yeah. behind him. And,
4: it's why didn't you stand in front
0: of a house, man? why didn't you stand in front of a house? Why wouldn't he? right. But their hand adjusters like are missing all the where they're supposed to be. It's just, <laughs> just painful it when they get when the local guys who own the places they want to do their own commercials. So what happened when you're with your experience with our company? Yeah, right. come on. And you man. can tell
2: the reading cue cards. Yeah, so you see, can see the the eyes going it. back and forth.
0: Oh yeah. I just don't do your own commercials. It's not a good. Some people are good at it. You know, uh, Dick Enrico. He's, he's good for, at it. He's really good at it.
4: My dad used to advertise uh, for Winnebago and. And, uh, was Old he a Country Buffet. man?
0: He was at Old Country Buffet.
4: He, yeah. did the, he did Old Country Buffet commercials and he was pitching one time. He goes to them, the commercial, the whatever people that, you know, at, at Old Country Buffet, the yeah. higher ups. Okay, so what's going to happen is this guy's going to come up with a tray and, and this guy uh, at the table says, Bush, let me stop you there. And he's like, why? He goes, oh, we don't let the customers use trays anymore at Old Country Buffet. And he's like, why? He said, oh, we, people were foregoing the plates and using the trays oh, themselves. No. Uh, oh, oh, God. I know. <laughs>
0: Oh, I'm no. Just dump it right on there. That'd be good. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Andy likes well the amount of
4: space, you know. I mean, yeah, you can really space. put the potatoes over oh, the
5: corn. Well, if you need so much food that it won't fit
0: on a plate on a tray, then <laughs> it's it time be. to go on a diet. Yeah, time yeah, to right. back off. Time to back off a, a little bit. Well, Andy, you love Golden Corral. <laughs> I don't love it, but I like it. Well, didn't really mean to love it, but you're Never very fond there. of it. No
2: good food there.
4: I always have. It's i weird. I always have.
0: I always think Olive Garden's good, but that gets ripped rips out by everybody, you know. <laughs> but I was like, I like their salad. I did their very first commercial. Yeah. Yeah. When they first were, were was it Pillsbury, General uh, General Mills, one of them started uh, Olive Garden, but I can't remember. No. But I do remember I did that, their commercials for them, and then people said later, I was like not really Italian food, you know. Said, yes, it is. What do you Pasta. It's close Pasta, enough. Pasta, yes. <laughs> good. It's close enough. So, yeah. It's a it all subsidiary, works
5: out subsidiary of it. Darden restaurants. Darden.
0: So, they were bought.
5: Which itself is, they owned um, Red Lobster. Oh, they di- owned Red Lobster also. Who'd
0: they sell that to?
5: Uh, let's see here. Golden Gate Capital.
0: Oh, okay, so it's the San Francisco... Oh, okay, General Mills did own Darden. Oh, there you go. Okay, so that makes sense. Because I knew it was either General Mills or one of those. Um, Andy, would you look up and see if it's true that Second Wind sold for a billion dollars to a Chinese firm? You know, Dick Enrico owned Second Wind? Yeah. Somebody told me he just sold it for a billion dollars. Well, there you go. It's like second-hand workout equipment. Well, have you been in Second Swing? What? Second Swing, yeah.
1: Which yeah. is sister store? Yeah. Uh, it's not secondhand equipment anymore. No, it's
0: not. No, it's not. You're absolutely right about that.
1: Well, Second Wind was doing
5: $100 million in annual revenue, so... Good God. It's a Taiwanese company.
0: Yeah, it is now. Yeah, the Taiwanese bought it. Ladies and gentlemen, John Bush tonight, tomorrow night, 8 o'clock. He will be at Royal comedy theater thank you for having me on that's a great pleasure nice to see you again and ladies and gentlemen go see john bush and we'll talk to you next week tom bernard show